Hello, thank you for joining me for another broadcast. Uh, it's um, the season of uh, the summer. It's really hot. Um, yeah, a really hot summer is upon us. And so in the summer months in the States, there is a just glorious time period, just absolutely splendid uh, 4th of July celebration. Uh, July 4th, 1776 is commemorated. So I thought I would spend just a little time in the uh, post 4th of July celebratory act um, of, uh, <laughs> of a friendly greeting and a friendly response and reflection of uh, July 4th um, and uh, what it's all about and some interesting fun facts about it to share uh, that you may or may not know. So, interesting uh, facts about uh, American Independence Day. So, that's what it's all about. Um, celebrating um, America's independence. <laughs> and independence from what? Okay, so, uh, <laughs> you know, dur so during this time, uh, there's a lot of celebratory acts happen occurring. You have fireworks, parades, barbecues, and festivities. Of course, there's some that don't want that to happen, but that's what normally occurs. I'm talking about what normally occurs and, and what is encouraged to occur, you know, to celebrate the independence of America, this, this tipping point, this domino that happened, right, that sparked <laughs> the American Revolution, that sparked uh, uh, freedom. Uh, and okay, so freedom from what? Okay, so on July 4, 1776, the American colonies that were over here in the New World, called the New World, okay, were declared free and independent states from Great Britain and its king. Okay, disassociating. And um, so now, this may be something you may or may not know, but um, that. Actually, July 2nd on 1776, the Declaration of Independence actually began. It started with a letter to King George, okay, in Britain, to explain why the Continental Congress voted uh, to declare America's independence. So, but then by July 4th, we have the final wor wording agreed upon and uh, the Declaration. Uh, being agreed and we have Thomas Jefferson drafting this Declaration of Independence and if you don't know Thomas Jefferson if you have a five dollar bill he's on it so Thomas Jefferson signed um, the Declaration of Independence as president and so uh, we have this document right this um, the spearheading document historically uh, commemorated right on July 4th 1776 um, other great facts about fireworks, uh, it, it became such a staple, right, with 4th of July, this, wow, this bright, shining beacon of freedom, <laughs> birth day. Uh, so fireworks are a major part in the celebration because of Independence Day um, and a celebration probably way back since uh, 1777. In the in the successive successive years, um, that Americans gathered to watch the sky illuminated to celebrate uh, the new nation, and it just reminiscent of the bombs that were <laughs> the bombing and the warfare 
Um, and mind you, America's oldest continuous Independence Day celebration occurs in Bristol, Rhode Island. Um, so the White House celebrated Independence Day for the first time in 1801. Late bloomers, as usual. Uh, so, but, you know, we have this commemorating act and it, I, I just I just couldn't resist myself talking about it because it's just an extraordinary day <laughs> in American history and as mentioned before this was just the temp- tipping point you know the domino th- there was many years of hard-fought battles and extreme difficulties uh, that occurred uh, especially for those who who participated and signed in the document and um, so it was a hard-fought war. But at the end of the day, King George had his tail kicked back to Britain. And then we had our independence uh, from Britain or so-so. Now we have independence, right? And just to look at what that means, what does this word independence mean? Well, if we look in depth of the definition of the word, it's freedom from the control, influence, support, aid or the like of others, right? And so we have this freedom and independence. And and this is in the worldly sense, right? You're looking at independence. And the synonym we have also connected to independence, sovereignty. Um, so we have the self-rule, self-government, self-reliance, is so, some more uh, associated with words, self-government, a government for the people, by the people, we the people. <laughs> right um so uh the governmental in framework in service right of the people <laughs> i'm talking about the original framework and so um so we have this concept of sovereignty and just honing in on this word sovereignty a little bit like the first dominant uh definition of sovereignty having supreme power authority and I'm going to get back to that, having supreme power or authority. And uh, just as a state in a sovereignty, like a sovereign state, uh, you know, the, the sovereign state populist uh, a movement, you would say, is more of a movement. Oh, for some, for some, that's a dirty word. Sovereign state. Oh, how could they? Sovereign state. But what does it mean to have a, a, a sovereign state? You know, it's like, yes, this is my country. And we want to be free from any outside influences. Actually, we want to determine the destiny of our own country. We want to make decisions as a country together, as one collectively in support and collaboration with other countries that are free and independent. Wow. Sovereign state. So if you look at a sovereign state, you know, supreme and independent power or authority in a government as possessed or claimed by a state or community. And we think of a state as a central civil government of authority. And here in, and uh, we have in America, you know, that government is, is, is determined by the people. By the people. Original framework. By the people. Not, you know, billionaire oligarchs joining together for a common purpose. What, whatever, right? It's by the people, you know. It's for the people, by the people. We the people, you know. We don't. That's why we don't have kingships. So, we don't have a republic without the rule of law. 
or free and fair elections. Okay? And uh, and that goes back to November 3rd, 2020. You know, if we don't have free and fair elections, if you muzzle out the voice of the people, we don't have a republic, do we? Do we have the CCP? Okay, so state of being joined as a whole, shared in a common purpose, not a destructive common purpose for a self-serving gain by a selective few. No, a common purpose, right? A state of being joined as a whole, and this is what unity is. And it, it's also respecting and having reverence for our diversity, but coming together for productive means of influencing our world and humanity for a, for the better, for the better, for the better of humankind, for the better of humankind, right? Um, coming together, and they, you, you can use the word positively, you could come together to do something instead of hurting and harming humanity, coming together for actually help. And I'm not talking about the the the, the noise and the double talk and the what was it, double speak and uh, the um, deceptive framing of words to sound good, but secretly as means to undermine our humanity, to undermine our progress as human beings, and to bring us into pain and distress so that a selective few can uh, enjoy the fruits of our, our labor. So I'm getting to the point of, no, actually in word and in deed, loving each other, all right, as we love ourselves, as the Most High commands, okay? Um, so this act of actual love and care and mutual benefit, mutual benefit, mutual benefit that helps humanity instead of harming humanity, okay? So, of course, I can't help myself going on a scripture tour and celebratory uh, positioning. But before I do, I want us to leave us with a great resounding quote from President Trump. (laughs) So right here, uh, we have it. Uh, Please enjoy this excerpt of President Trump uh, in uh, 2020. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never back down. We will never, ever surrender. Because we are Americans. And our hearts bleed red, white, and blue. So there you have it, folks. Uh, just uh, the beauty of uh, the American people uh, coming together as one. Not as a Democrat, not as a Republican, not as a Libertarian, not as a Green or whatever you want to talk, call any party that you want to start. But the fact of the matter is we are Americans. I don't know. We lost our way. Uh, However, we the people, P, 
peacefully and with that same courageous spirit, press on. Right? Where we see that the importance of being Americans and that we shall not allow this party over people narrative to take root when we are aspiring for the best interests what corporations the best interests what of, of billionaire bureaucrats no the best interests of what a globalized agenda for a centralized uh, government where you have no voice see they're already trying to take it away at the ballot box no we want to have a republic that is an American republic made for the people by the people, right? Where our legislators are beholden to their constituents, not special interest groups and not hidden background deals and bribes to the people, to the people for the best interest. What, for the billionaire bureaucrats? No, for the people, for the American people. So our country, what, so CPP can thrive? No. For the American country, right? For the country and states in which they are representing, representing, or supposed to anyway. So we need more uh, America first patriots. I'll call them American first patriots. That won't back down and they won't give in and they'll stand up for what is right and what is just. Okay, so that's my political spiel. And that will conclude. Um... (laughs) the political spectrum of things we are we no longer can be passive participants in what happens we have to be active and aware peacefully active i'm talking about peacefully active in what is going on in our communities in our school boards in our um sorry (laughs) to go back to that in in our state government in our federal government We have to be active people. We've been distracted for far too long. And we have to gain our authority. And just so uh, this is encouraged, right? This is being encouraged by patriots all across the the country um, of America. And uh, being encouraged, you know, take back your authority. You have, we the people, we the people. First and foremost, the authority in which I encourage today, which I'm leading into, is the authority as a believer in Christ that we have as sons and daughters of the living God. Um, the authority, the spiritual authority that we have over the kingdom of darkness, over the darkness and evil that exi- resides unseen in this world and then visibly manifesting cruelly in our human experience. We, the people, okay, can come and step into that authority. And so that is also going back to independence and of course is faith being a faith-based broadcast independence in christ that we have uh separate and apart from the independence and freedom we may experience in this uh human existence because because as you know there are people that have existed in this world in this field in this physical realm created by the almighty that didn't get a chance to experience physical freedom they were bound chains and enslaved to the day they died and they didn't get to experience that physical freedom that 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 people 
may enjoy today. So we have a superior form of freedom that occurs in spirit. And this is first and foremost, because this is what we take with us, this independence in Christ. We have this independence, this freedom from control of sin and death <laughs> and, and, and influence of, of Satan, and influence of evil over us in Christ, in Yeshua HaMashiach, the anointed one, the final sacrifice that lived, died, and was resurrected, and through him we have life, that sits on the throne of Dawid, sits at the right hand of the Father until he makes his enemy his, his footstools. <laughs> we have a sovereign Yah. And that goes back to sovereignty, his kingdom, his sovereign kingdom. Oh, which leads me to Psalm 118.5. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord Adonai. The Lord answered me and set me free. Hallelujah. And just an encouraging word of exhortation. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh or fleshly indulgence, but through love serve one another. Hallelujah. Now the Lord and now the Lord is spirit, our Heavenly Father. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. And this is uh, in scripture, okay? And you will know the truth and the truth will make you free and what is the truth the truth is a word and what it was the living word Yeshua HaMashiach he says I am the way the truth and the life no one can come to the father unless through me he is the living door and is alive and we too can experience life and life more abundantly treasures forever pleasures forever in Christ, being united in love. I know people have a problem. They say, oh, I ditched Christianity. I don't, I'm not a Christian anymore, or were you ever? Um, but, you know, people make their own choices on what they choose to believe. But I'm saying to myself, and many have questioned this, or pondered it, let's just say pondered it, and said, wait a minute, what, what is so bad about Jesus? What is it about Jesus that so, I mean, what did he do that was so terrible? Even when you look at it on his face, uh, healing the sick, freeing people from uh, demonic and evil, evil spirit possession, um, what, uh, uh, teaching about loving the Father, the Heavenly Father, uh, loving one another, uh, walking humbly, Loving your neighbor. I mean, anyway, just to go on, there's read about Jesus's life, and and despite what the gurus say, he's the only door, the only door, not a door, the only door, whether you choose to believe that or not, the only door. And no one can come to the Father unless no one, no one can come to the Father. Unless the spirit drags him, <laughs> drags him. And if you're feeling that tug and that drag, I encourage you as a messenger of the living God to come to safety. Repent, turn from your wickedness and come to safety through Jesus Christ and be free, set free. Uh, be, be free from the sin and bondage so that you can experience life and life more abundantly. Be obedient to the God for the most high 
and um so be obedient to the most high so i know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted this is job who's a tremendously afflicted <laughs> was allowed to be afflicted but came out like pure gold like pure gold and conf is confronted with the sovereignty of the living god and if you haven't read job the book of job i encourage you to read that as well read the book of job especially the, the closing chapters of job you'll see the sovereignty of the living god with all these these questions that he poses to job <laughs> about his absolute sovereignty of the of the entire planet <laughs> i mean it's it's really wonderful in jeremiah we have uh, chapter 32 verse 17 ah sovereign lord you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm nothing is too hard for you absolutely nothing everything is in uh, the control of the most high he's in full and complete control his plans shall not be thwarted uh, no matter what the enemy tries to do and this is why the fear of the lord is important and somehow has been lost and needs to be regained again um, fearing the lord is important to obedience to god you know obedience uh, is not bondage <laughs> it's freedom and it's good and it saves us from the craving of sin into our own sinful nature and it, it preserves us get it it's life it, it, it helps us it doesn't hurt it's not meant to hurt us it's meant to help us it's meant to keep us free and blessed and uh godly fear godly fear helps us trust in our heavenly father's plans that dependency and have faith the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's the beginning of knowledge, excuse me. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. You know, this is what the scriptures teach in Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You know, so Yah, to remember that Yah is all powerful. You know, the world, the world uh, is for somehow has become the ultimate threat. The world's threat. I'm here to tell you today is temporary. And as Yeshua uh, spoke about fear of God and not man in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, Yeshua, Jesus states, Fear not them which kill the body, but are unable to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell in Gehenna. Yikes. Where is the fear of the Lord, folks? Yah sits in judgment of sin. We're in the month of Tammuz. Yah sits in the judgment of sin. Nevertheless, offers forgiveness as an act of mercy through his son, Jesus Christ. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But his long-suffering, faithful love is its completion, which we can experience. We can experience that love, that true love, that unconditional true love. And, of course, the wicked reject this. Those who hate the Heavenly Father, the wicked, the evil, the morally wrong, the sinful, the corrupt, the dishonest, the morally bad, they're capable of harming someone or something. They absolutely are capable. They're extremely unpleasant. In Malachi 3.5, we have a warning. It's a guarantee. It's not a threat. It's a promise. Then I will draw near to you for judgment. And I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers 
and against the adulterers, and against those who swear falsely, and against those who oppress the wage earner and his wages, the widow and the orphan, and those who turn aside the stranger and do not fear me, says the Lord Adonai, Yahweh. Wow. It doesn't end well for the wicked, and I go into that uh, a lot on my broadcast. It does not end well for the wicked. It does not end well for the stumbling blocks. It does not end well for transgressors. We need to get back to this, back to loving the Most High with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. We need to repent, turn from our wickedness, and get back on track. Get back on track. And to know that who's really in control and who really is all powerful. It's not Satan. There's not a battle going on between God and the devil. Let me tell you right now that the Most High is in full and complete control. And his purpose and plans, the Lord hates robbery. The, the Most High is in complete control. And his judgment and justice is sure and true. And thank heavens for his mercy. And you want to be make sure you're on the right side. <laughs> the righteousness. That comes from in, in Christ and obedience to the word of God, the word of the Torah, the word, the living commands of the Most High and the, 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 the manifestation of that word of Jesus Christ's teachings and commands. The authority he has that we must follow to experience this abundant life. And as think about that i want us to think about that as we go into fourth of july celebrating our freedom our earthly freedom of the united republic even though it's under assault and there are those who want to strip that freedom away and want us to be what uh serfs or uh, some type of uh sub subservient class of of uh cattle uh what is it um what is it <laughs> a, a livestock or something like that, like tag like animals and walk around like believe it or not, you know, this is this is a fine the mind of a psychopath. Uh you'll find this um that unfortunately has monetary power put into all the great fancy schools and then they come out and they have these plans and they coordinate together and it's kinda of far fetched, right? To think what a conspiracy theory is that <laughs> like you have a, a pool of uh of of people put in positions they're called dregs i, I think <laughs> i think some people call them dregs or the wicked and they put in positions of power and influence and then what they're capable of doing and but then we know in scripture what happens to these folks they happen to come and they go and they rise and they fall and <laughs> they come and they go and they rise and they fall and then it's up to the righteous as we have the great day of the lord coming and descending upon us and we want to be prepared we want to be that ready bride we want to be that collective bunch that takes reins and begins to live in Christ's messianic age with fervency and with a heart after God's own heart to have the mind and heart of Christ with the word written in our minds and in our hearts so that we can be uh, better individuals, better people, uh, better, better, a better humanity. Because why? Because we recognize that we're not. We're not in control. We recognize that we are creatures. We recognize that there is a power greater than we are that's in full and complete control. And this is his kingdom. And this is in, 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 and he loves us. He cares for us. He wants the best for us. And he has a plan to destroy all evil off the face of the planet. And there is already written, God wins. He destroys evil. And uh, 
those who want to align themselves with it are thrown in a lake of fire. And that's the truth. That's the best self-help advice I could ever give to you is to follow the living God and to be uh, obey the Torah and to obey the commands of the Most High. And the, the Ten Commandments were placed in the in the, um, the Ark of the Covenant. Okay, the, the Ten Commandments of the living God. And we have that today. And and we are warriors for the kingdom. And we prayerfully enter into to this next um, experience. 30 days in, 30 days out. 30 days or more out. Thousand year reign. Thousand year glories. After glory after glory in the presence of the living God. And that's my hope for humanity. <laughs> and uh thanks be to most i just close on prayer lord as we go into the sort of july just cover us over lord we just pray in jesus name lord as we enter into the fourth of july lord may we be blessed may we be safe we remember that you are in full and complete control of things seen and unseen and we know that you are with us said so do not be afraid i am with you i go before you i go behind you hallelujah there's there's people all over this world praying praying for a better outcome praying for a more secure world nation all over the world lord crying out to you crying out to going before your throne room crying and and in jesus name we just pray that lord we trust in you that you hear our prayer you hear our prayer and you are you are all powerful lord send your holy angels lord send your holy angels protect us lord protect us hallelujah your fierce warriors hallelujah and i pray in jesus name Son, for the lost sheep, Lord, to come back, come back to you in Jesus' name, come back, come back to safety in Jesus' name. All your lost sheep be destined to be with you since the foundations of the world. Hallelujah! And uh, thank you, Jesus. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful Fourth of July if you're in the States. Uh, party abroad, <laughs> remembering, commemorating the independence of the United States of America. And uh, yeah, thanks be to the Most High. Uh, the best is yet to come. <laughs> Have a good day or evening. Shalom. Toda. <laughs>